You're listening to the Bow Hunter Planet Podcast, your gateway to the wonderful world of archery. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bow Hunter Planet Podcast. Thank you for joining us exclusively on Carbon C TV to watch our video version of our podcast. We appreciate all the support that you guys give us. Tonight, myself, Tim Mazzarana, along with Dave Thomas, and uh, we are joined tonight by Nate from HuntWise. Nate, how is it going tonight? Good, man. Good. It's been a busy day, so it's, but it's nice to be talking to you guys. That's right. <laughs> Finish up the day nice and strong. On a strong right. note. On a strong <laughs> note. Yeah, exactly. We found I out We it. found out HuntWise is a Michigander company, so that was pretty cool. Yes, we sir. didn't know that. Yes, sir. So that was a good, yeah, good start man. to the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no doubt. So, Nate, tell us, tell us about the brand, I guess. So, you know, we, we a lot of people have heard of the HuntWise app, but mm -hmm. I never really put two and two together, and that's one of the reasons I was hoping to get you guys on the show to understand, like, yeah. who owns it, where it came from, what's its origins, because, like, I, I've, a lot of people have said to me, oh, don't you have the HuntWise app, you know, to tell you when to go hunting and all that. So I guess it's best to come from you first yeah. and we can throw our questions at you. <laughs> Yeah, totally. I'll give it a, the 10,000 foot overview. Um, so our founder, Jeff Corder, he initially started this on a whim. Um, basically, he had a computer science background, but grew up here in Michigan, avid whitetail hunter, avid waterfowl. Uh, his buddies coerced him to like, hey, you should create some sort of you no know, algorithm to help us figure out when we should go hunting. You know, just so we're busy with school, you know, whether careers, et cetera. And Jeff started like, okay, like this sounds fun. So he just started developing, you know, he's working full time, um, started just tinkering in the in the basement, you know, in the evenings and stuff like that. And um, he created the first sort of, I guess, iteration of what's now HuntWise. But um, it was, you know, basically with friends were saying, hey, I want to know best time to go hunting to optimize my time. Um, this is back when you could put an app into the app store and just see what happens. <laughs> so like the wild west of those days and quickly just, you know, got a bunch of traction and people were downloading it. And he was like, man, there's something here. So I think he had like uh, over like a couple hundred thousand downloads in a short period of time. And it was like, okay, there's something here. Um, this is where my vocation and passion can sort of meet together. And he started like, you no know, fundraising, doing like, idea pitches, you know, and yeah, he started creating like a very interesting kind of uh, use case for people and people bought in they started fundraising, raised some money, started building a team. And um, yeah, we just sort of kept on growing. Um, so from a weather algorithm to adding mapping to all sorts of different aspects of the app now. So it's, it's been fun just seeing the growth of, you know, when I started, I think there were seven full-time employees. And I think we're at like 26, 27 now. So it's sort of crazy <laughs> over the last like three, almost four years now, just seeing this sort of take off. So it's, it's been fun, man. It's been really fun. That's yeah. awesome. So, yeah. And to hear people talk about, it, it's like, oh, wow. Like, we have a, something that people use around the country. It, it feels a little surreal, but we feel well, pretty honored. Yeah, that, that's what's kind of cool about it, because you guys are kind of really a grassroots type of creation, right? I mean, I, I always, and I, to be honest with you, I'm trying to think back about the first time that I heard about HuntWise, and I don't remember because it was that long ago. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like you guys have been around forever. You guys have been a big, big name out there. And I don't think people realize that, that you aren't that old of a company. Yeah, right. yeah, I think we started, I think if you want to look at Jeff, it's probably maybe like 2014, 2015. Yeah. I think HuntWise sort of came about 
back in 2016, really. Like when we started branded, like, okay, we're focused on hunting. We're not really gonna focus on fishing. Like hunting's our bread and butter. This is what we were passionate about. This is where we see a, a need in the market. So that's when we sort of double down everything on hunt wise. Very cool. So you got you got the what you call the hunt cast, right? That's where it's <laughs> that algorithm that we've been talking about. I want to come back to that in a little bit, but we will you talk about some of the other features embedded into the app um as well? Cause I know you have yeah. you know, three or four other main features going on within the Yeah, app. yeah. I think you know, like our the tool aspect I'd say goes around mapping and our weather algorithm. So we sort of like to just you know, rudimentary just call it, hey, we like to try to help people figure out the when to go hunting and the where to go hunting. So mapping boundary lines, uh, landowner information. Um, we're a little unique. It's like, uh, we also have phone numbers that are publicly available and you can try to call up a landowner and say, hey, I see you know geese or waterfowl or deer, turkeys in the field. Can I get permission? Because not always, you know, we all know that landowners don't always live on that piece of property. So right. that's been a fun function. Um, but yeah, Huntcast is like the weather algorithm. Um, but when we started this too, we, we know that there's a social aspect to hunting, a community side. So we have, you know, what I like to call like a Instagram 1.0 kind of version where people can sort of post, ask questions. And so like, you know, some might be celebrated with like-minded people in the community and, you know, share success stories. Um, I think it's like 2019, we started a gear program where we have a lot of awesome, great partners in the space to basically reward our you know, our members, so our pro and elite users, um, where they can get access to certain discounts in the space, you know, try to help people get connected with, you know, great gear, great product at a great price to hopefully keep people in the field and find success. Very cool. That's really cool. Um, so go, going back to that Huncat, the Huncast a little bit, you got yeah. all the different, you know, you got the algorithm that's basically running it. Um, what's kind of the more, what, what's, what's more priority within the algorithm? Like, is it, is it using wind as, as a priority? What, what's kind of, how does that work from, from that's that a great question. I, I, first off, like, um, I think it's also back in 2019, we, we actually teamed up with Jeff Sturgis from my Whitetail Habitat Solutions. He does, you know, smart tons guy. of, yeah, smart dude. Like he can talk your ear off about weather, Whitetail, everything. So his decades of past history and just his knowledge we've sort of been able to integrate that into our weather algorithm um so like we've rely a lot of you know his you know ex experience and we've made some tweaks and just our adjustments but we actually are launching right now um our new version of Huncast. so we've sort of listened to a lot of our user feedback um improved a lot of, like the user experience of making things more intuitive people easily can look at and know what are the good days, where are the bad days? Um, but if you listen to Jeff and what we believe a lot is like, you know, those cold weather movements that come in with those 10, 15, 20 degree temperature drops really help increase that deer movement. Um, so I think that's a lot of the core. Obviously wind, you can't trick a deer's nose. So like understanding your position with the wind. Um, we have a tool called Windcast, which is under Huntcast is basically, you're able to put a tree sand pin set your ideal wind conditions for that tree stand. And then we'll show you what day and what hour is matching those stands preset wind conditions. So cool. if you have like five stands on a property, it's like, okay, you're trying to do the math. Okay, what stand has this wind? Just pull up the app. We tell you, hey, tree stand number five 
is your best stand out of all your stands just because of your preset wind condition. So that, that takes into account direction along with speed. Correct. Exactly. That's huge. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I like so, that. Awesome. It, I think that's one of the key things when you're, when you're talking about when you have multiple locations on a property to hunt is understanding the deer movement, obviously, and where they're coming from and where they're going to and how they're traveling through. But the biggest part is getting in there in a stealthy way, right? And playing that yeah. wind the right way is huge when it comes to that. So that that's awesome. I didn't know you guys had that. That's, that's yeah, really especially when you think about like your entry and exit strategy too, you know, like that, yeah. like knowing the wind direction for the entire property as well, not just your stand to like understand like, okay, yes, this is my best stand number, number five, we'll say, but the wind isn't the best for me to actually act, enter, uh, create, have a good entry into that area based on whether it's morning or evening, if it's bedding or if they're going to feeding. So maybe I have to actually go to my fourth stand instead, just because my entry will either blow my scent into where they're bedded or where they're potentially going to the field. So we try to show people like, hey, take into account the different aspects of the wind, because we all know like, hey, you can't trick the deer's nose as much as we try. Um, but yeah, so that's been, that's been a really, really super helpful feature. And you no, know, comparing multiple properties too. I think that's the one thing we try to make it. If you have like maybe three properties, two private, one public, maybe you're the public spot's the best spot, but we try to help make it easy make that decision factor um, easier and help people optimize the time because we have you know, family, jobs, all those other external factors that you try to balance with time management. So th yeah, that's, no, that's, that's the way it's goal. all about. And I'm going to tell you one thing too. Um, it'll definitely help with the conversation with the wife. Like, listen, the app's telling me I got to go, babe. I got it. I yeah. got to go money. You know, <laughs> exactly. Is this is the perfect time to do it? So, <laughs> yeah, no, like, I think settling some all, arguments. <laughs> exactly. If we can all show, okay, it's an optimal day, um, <laughs> or the next five days are. So you know, just don't expect me home. <laughs> exactly. I, I think you know what we try to do with that forecast too. So like for elite users, there's like a 15 day forecast and. You know, weather does change, but we try to give people if you need to fill your two weeks notice in for a job, say, hey, I need to be off next week, Thursday. We try to help people, you know, navigate that as much as possible because there's, you know, we all have responsibilities, you know, yeah. trying to manage that time. How do you guys track the success? So how do you guys track what you guys are putting out there versus real experience? That's a great question. I think what we've done a really good job is creating feedback loops no we're only as good as our users so i think that's where we say and really stand out is like we we enjoy feedback like it's how we get better it's how we adjust things it's like um prime example is like last year we launched a feature called rutcast so there's multiple different phases or periods of the rut and there's different ways or techniques that might be more optimal it's not just one full kind of season there's different cases where mature bucks are moving earlier or xyz um but we really need people's feedback on like hey this is what i'm seeing in my area my county because we have it based on county by county kind of information so in the app we have a feedback loop of saying hey are you seeing action are you not um there's a lot of great tools out there that we can get you know feedback from our users like we have some pretty good ideas we have some smart people on the team but yeah boots on the ground you know we're located in michigan we can't be like in missouri we can't be in georgia we can't be in new york unfortunately all the time so we rely on users and um our field team to give us some good feedback into the tool no that, that makes sense it reminds me of like uh the Waze app right for, yeah, for traffic, 100%. where yep. you're where you're collecting that data from all the different users 
and everybody's kind of sharing that you guys are giving the feedback, you know, telling everybody what's what, and you're, you're kind of aggregating with that all right. And optimizing, optimizing that for the person that's looking at it at the time. Yeah. Um, away make... from the feedback. I mean, you got the algorithm working for you too, yep. but I love the yep. fact that you have that feedback loop built in there because that's just the name of the game nowadays. It's kind of aggregating that together. So, yeah, it's like a two way street, you know, we're only good as, you know, the traffic we're getting in that we can deliver value back to people. So I think that's the way our mindset it's like hey if you give us information to help us be better we'll make your experience a lot better so we're yeah. pretty proud of that fact i love this too because it's kind of um you know we I, I go to a hunt camp and, it, and and we're there i mean we're usually there at the hunt camp for a full week right and we're always talking like tomorrow's going to be a great day or or it's a full moon out those deer are going to be moving all night and they're going to be sleeping during the day or hey the barometric pressure is dropping um you know what whatever the case may be and i i love those conversations cuz it's like every time somebody says something um you get that one time that you're right and all of a sudden like that's it that's Boom. the indicator that's all i'm going for is that moon was out and deer aren't moving so i'm not going hunting in the morning but then the next guy will go out the day after a moon after a full moon and they'll shoot the biggest buck of their buck of your life and then everybody's just like no you know it's the argument right so that's <laughs> that's what i love about this is it puts that all together right it puts yes. every aspect of that all together and gives you one score that says yeah yay or nay you know or or and it's not even yay or nay i mean you have a ranking right you have different you have from like what what is it one deer up to five deer stars we'll call it what do you guys yeah yeah so we've actually with the new update too like we're trying to make that where it's more of a percentage based on movement because we understand there are sometimes external factors that we can't take account of like if a farmer just you know cut their field like right. that's going to change the the situation, but we do believe that there's certain core aspects of deer movement that will be impacted. That that's what we're trying to tell people is like show people and help people understand that there are certain core things that can occur that will probably increase movement. Now, like I said, there's external factors of you might have, you know, that one apple tree in the whole you know region that, that creates this X factor. Like, yeah, dude, I see deer right. all the time, thirty miles an hour wind. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah, you got a honey hole, man. You got a great spot. You got a great setup. So we do our best. Like, hey, for everyone as a general rule, here's some great tools to optimize your time. Now, do you, do you see, do you find more bow, I don't know if you guys have the data or not, but do you find more bow hunters using this app than gun hunters or is it, or is it pretty mixed? It's up? a good mix. It's a really good mix. And I think that's the fun part too. It's like, um, I think especially with, um maybe newer hunters who come in the space where they might be not have had the pass of you know a summer to practice or some people might just like not feel comfortable with a bow yet um i think it's a good even mixture of both bow and firearm hunters but you know i think a lot of us internally a lot of archery hunters bow hunters so it's nice because you get that you know you get to be in the woods a little bit earlier so that's always nice too so love it <laughs> Yeah, that's always been the that's see like it's funny when I talk to anybody about hunting. I always say it really doesn't make sense for you not to bow hunt because you get literally like three or four months of hunting compared to gun in Michigan yeah. like two weeks. And there's some extensions, but like yeah, I'm just saying, true. like why not just do a crossbow if you're? I mean, if you're that far, don't get me wrong, it's not the easiest thing still. But I'm just saying it's still better than not hunting all that time. At least you can go whenever you want. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think it definitely like no, of archery, you know early season is fun like you get the deer in their patterns you whether you have trail cameras set up and you just have like a certain deer pattern like it's like 
all right, they're on a pattern. There's no crazy external factors, like maybe the rut, pre-rut, whatever. It's like, I'm going to try to get after it, maybe before the fields are cut too. So totally agree with you. It's it's fun. It's yeah. fun. Yes. I love it, it's crazy how much it changes over. And we have this conversation all the time is like, <laughs> we'll, we'll look at our cameras and we'll start patterning them. And like, oh, yep, this guy's coming out this time, you know, and it's usually at night or we'll get that one, one, you know, one buck coming out every third day or something like that during the daytime. And then something happens on opening day where just everything changes, right? And the, the, yeah. everything, everything moves around, everything shifts around. And it kind of, and I think to your point, it's because of all those factors, the pre-rut, because rut isn't just, you know, they're, they're running around chasing does for two weeks and that's it. It is, it is kind of. Hey, and welcome to bowhunterplanet.com podcast. Thank you so much for your support and watching this show here on Carbon TV or listening to it wherever you get your podcast. I just want to take a moment to thank the sponsors who help us bring this show to you guys and keep it interesting and fun. I want to thank Tinks, Cat Work Truck, Camp Chef, Cobra Archery, HHA and HHA USA, Mojack, Thorn Broadheads, Victory Archery, Burris, Reveal Trail Cams, Apex Competitions, Heat Hog, Deer Camp Coffee and Under Armour. Make sure you check out and log on and sign up on the bowhunterplanet.com brand new website. It is simple, it is awesome, and it's a great place to chat bow hunting and archery with a whole bunch of like-minded people. So we'll see you soon, and now back to the show. Ups and downs and peaks with that. Yeah. Um, and that's something that is super hard to really track and understand um, if you're really going after that rut hunt, because it can come early in the year and come, it can come before gun season even kicks off, you know, yeah. a, a lot of times. So I, I think that's an awesome aspect to what you guys are doing is just trying to put that information out there for people to use. Yeah. That's, um, such... Go ahead. I was gonna say, I, I just want to talk about the cost real quick. I don't think you guys brought that up yet. Just what kind of, is there a free version? And then if not, what, what are the options, yeah. I guess, for users? Yeah, I guess the technical technical term is like a freemium model where it's like, you know, the first, if you, you can download the app, you can get some basic usage of just like the map. You won't have landowner boundary lines, but, you know, for people who know the property, they can easily mark out their property lines manually. And they'll get like, you know, like a two-day forecast, which is, you know, helpful enough to figure out, all right, next, tomorrow will be a good day or the next day. Um, for our pro users, which is uh, 60 bucks for the year, um, they'll have a seven-day forecast, like, 300 plus map layers for their state or nationally um, of landowner lines, the contact information. Um, and then we have our elite uh, subscription, which is uh, 120 a year. And it's a 15 day forecast. Um, there's like a rut cast, so a rut specific kind of phasing per county basis um, that people have access to. And then um, same thing with the gear program that we have, like there's elites usually double the value of um pro subscription so if you're a paid subscriber you get access to those gear programs and honestly you can make your you can probably save your money easy quickly <laughs> yeah um, just sure. through that program which is nice yeah a couple a couple of new camel outfits ground blinds or tree stands and the distance yeah trail cameras them, alone I mean, yeah. yeah 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 but we can get your guys's uh your listeners hooked up to i can send over like a you know, like a 20 percent off code for you guys to share with no, for your users yeah, and stuff awesome. like that because cool. yeah totally totally 
I love the look of the app too. I mean, I've been playing around with that. It's I don't clean. know if you guys have been seeing yeah. me kind of fooling around over on this side with my hand, but uh, I just been kind of scrolling through it and it's one of the, you know, you know, it's, it's what you would expect, but you don't always get, which is usability, yes. right? Everybody wants to open up an app. They want it to work, you know, flawlessly. They want it to be easy to use, very intuitive, but you don't get that all the time when you open up an app. And and it was, I mean, it literally took me, I don't know, about 10 seconds to understand your layout and where everything is and kind of scroll through and see what you guys have. So kudos to you guys in regards to putting this together in a way that's uh, super user-friendly. So, yeah, I think that's the one thing we're really pride ourselves on. And I think, you no, know, earlier I joked that we just, we sort of joked that we're a tech company that happens to be in the hunting space, simply for the fact that we really have curated and focused on that usability factor. Um, just because, you know, there are people like, oh, I, I am a hunter, so I'm going to make something that I want for myself. But, you know, the building becomes a mixed match of different things. It's not as easy or intuitive. So, like, you know, we look outside the space quite a bit for just, like, the functionality. Like, there's, like, Cash yeah. App to your credit card, Chase Bank. So, like, you want quickly and intuitively to understand what I'm pressing is going to cause a certain action. Um, so yeah, credit to our, our design team too. Like they've absolutely killed yeah. it. Just like That's a understanding external factors can help. I love, people I love the it. fact you guys are looking outside the industry because that's more important because that's where you're going to find yeah. all the goodies, in my opinion. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think, you know, we all use other different apps, you know, all, all the time, you know, sometimes I use the trail camera app. I'm like, ah, oh, man, like this isn't what I expected to do to function. And yeah. There's, we take screenshots quite a bit from other apps and send to our design team. It's like, yeah. hey, this is cool. I like this function. Yeah, um, yeah I don't um, know how many so times was, though, yeah. Dave and I do a lot of product testing and looking around at different things. And there's been many times in the past, what, 13, 14 years that we've been doing this where technology tries to get introduced into the archery industry. And it's a great idea, right? It's a great idea, but it's not executed on well and the 100%. usability of it. And I'm not necessarily talking apps. I'm more talking about technology and different like, you know, trail cams and that kind of thing where it's a great idea, but it's so um, not user friendly that it's not worth, it's not worth the purchase and it's not worth the cost of acquiring it. Cause you're just going to get fro so frustrated at using it. But this is something, I mean, like you said, I mean, you can use it on a daily basis. I would even use this out of season if I'm going hiking, right? You have mm -hmm. the maps, you have the GPS stuff. Can you download maps like for offline yep. use too? Yep. Yep. So great question. Like you can offline, you create a hunt area. So um, our buddy, Joe Griffin, um, he was just up in Alaska on a doll sheep hunt and, you know, obviously no service mountains, et cetera, that he had everything offline on his phone to basically navigate, you know, from their spike cam to where the, the sheep are moving to, you know, put down pins and all that kind of, you know, navigation aspects to it where they can make a game plan and be successful. So 100%, same thing with Western side elk hunting um, or if you're in the middle of like the, you know, the backwoods where there's no cell service, like, yeah, offline the properties before you go, use the navigation tools and when you come back into service, that all, like, you know, goes from offline mode to the actual phone. So oh, you can cool. use off your computer, you can use XYZ, and then you can share those with hunting partners too oh cool. so if you had a stand set up somewhere i can share that location with somebody yeah so that's one of the cool things you mentioned mm -hmm. the hunt camp it's like you no know, you can create a hunt area you can put all your pins you can share that with your hunting party or your group anytime that they do an action app if they put down a tree stand or put down a trail camera that will then show up on your um screen as well 
Oh, so it's cool. a very collaborative kind of tool where if you move a trail camera, you know, your buddy's not bumbling in the woods trying to find, where, dude, where the heck did he move his trail camera? Like, you can just pull up the app, like, oh, it's over here. Okay, move it, you know, 50 yards to a different edge. So we try to make it like a very, that aspect of the sharing of properties or hunt areas, a very collaborative nature. Um, yeah, super helpful tool when you're hunting with a that. group or a family or just another hunting buddy. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, for sure. Zap's got Zap's got a lot of stuff on it. I, I mean, <laughs> I, it's so clean, like the the promo codes and all that. It looks really, really well done. Um, it is missing something though, and that is Bullhunter Planet gear Let reviews. <laughs> hey, there we go. You guys got no <laughs> gear reviews up in here. <laughs> let's collaborate yeah we'll figure something Those, out that's you need a product section where oh yeah here's your product here's your 20 percent off go that's so we funny. used to have something like an old avant link and then you can never find a retailer that had something real up to date but i i think there's some there's definitely yeah. value there people want to know what their peers think about certain products you know real life field testing kind of aspect of things yeah. so you're not wrong True you're thing. not wrong we're yep, gonna have to collab on some of the humming hunting spots too, since you're in Michigan. You're gonna have to drop me into your hunt camp, show me where all your fans are. Yeah, dude, some where to go? Yeah, drop you some fans. Yeah, man. Like, it's hey, all public. He puts us on public swamp. land. I'll show you yours if you show me mine. Or, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it's uh, fun, just like in this community, though. Like that's the one thing I've loved. Like, um, people are going to do that. Hey, come to this state. Come to my neck of the woods. Well, let's go hunting. I'll share you so some cool. spots. Find some, sure. some uh, whether it's elk or whitetail. It's like, hey, there's some good spots, good locations. Go check yeah, it out. Yeah, we actually hunt not too far away from Grand Rapids. <clears throat> I'll we say got we're a out spot that right way. now over in Hastings, Michigan, that we go yeah. out to quite a bit. So yeah, yeah. Like I'm, uh, I live down in Caledonia, so it's about you know 25 oh, yeah. minutes south of. So I know exactly that that's that. area. I had a really yeah, yeah. college that, that grew up there. So cool. Perfect, man. Yeah, you'll definitely have the guys come out and check out the And, I, and I haven't heard you mention Western Michigan University yet, so that's a good thing as well. Uh, we both went to Central, so I don't, you know, there you're we go. on the West Side of State, so I don't know if you, if you lean yeah. that Western way or not, but we just won't yeah, talk man. about it. Yeah, we won't talk about that. <laughs> Love Jamie's it. not Love on it. right now. He's our Western man. <laughs> so, uh, Nate, what you got going for hunting this year? What you, what do you got? Any, you watch any bucks, anything you're excited about? Um, nothing crazy. Well, I, we just moved to Caledonia. So just going to lay land, like honestly, just been using the app to like, whenever I'm driving, like some of these kind of roads, I'm just like, like, man, that's a good spot. I'm yeah. just pointing down markers, seeing where the landowner is making phone calls, like going to knock on doors. So, um, you know, we're getting closer and closer to it, but just like need to get some more boots on the ground, talking to landowners, but there's some public nearby. Um, I'll be going down to Kentucky um beginning of october so looking forward to that um we have some friends that are doing something in nebraska still so tbd you no know, i have family i have a one-year-old so managing the whole home side too so trying to uh, see tough. Any, uh, yeah congrats though go. man that's awesome thanks dude thanks man yeah yeah so uh just managing all the time and yeah like honestly you know working for a hunting company it's like you never get you don't always <laughs> yeah you don't get time like, we're, we're busy man we're slammed yeah. like we've got so much stuff going on right now it's it's fun but um we're like man you should be in the woods more like we need to be in the right. woods yeah. more that's <laughs> right it's, it's good times it's good times but yeah what about you guys 
Well, yeah, I mean, we usually do a hunt camp together, uh, kind of like an owner's hunt camp, if you will. That's usually over in the Hastings area um, where we get together for a nice long weekend, if not longer than that, once or twice a year out that ways. Um, but it, it's the family thing, right? So we're kind of weekend warriors for the most yep. part in regards to what we yeah. do. And, um, you know, I have another hunt camp that I travel to up near the Mayo area. Um, that one usually lasts about five days. So that's good. Um, you know, so I get up in, in, in that region as well, but, uh, it is, it's hard to get out this time of year though. Like I, I, I love it, but at the same time, it's like trying to balance that work life hunting and it gets tough to do for sure. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I really, you know, I really think that's the one thing we're trying to solve, like just like optimize people's time. Like, you know, if you only have a certain amount of time make it your best you know you know obviously some people always say the best day is always to be in the stand but if you only have five days and you want to make them count try to optimize those for those high percentage movement days and just like hopefully you find success like i have a buddy who's out in pennsylvania he's out in law enforcement um the blue line bow hunters and like opening day came up for him but he's like dude the app isn't telling me it's a great day i'm gonna wait two days after where i see a high percentage and he tagged out like two hours. And that's like, it, right, man. Wow. That's your success story. That's awesome. A hundred percent. Yeah. You it's can't like, no, beat that. Yeah. And that, hearing that, it's like, okay, we're doing this right. We're helping people find success. And that's what it's all about. That's all what it's about, helping people yeah. out. Yeah. There, there is an element we talk about every year. It's like, you don't, I think part of it too is like, even if you are out for a whole week or you could be out hunting for a whole week it's not over hunting the spot either. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got to let it rest. You, you don't, you know, if you're out there all the day, you know, every day and, and something comes out at the wrong time or the wrong deer comes out and they, you know, they jump you, they know that you're near. It's hard to get, it's hard to get that spot back at that point. Right. Yeah, so you're it's right. Tough. It's about, it's about timing. And I think an element of not over hunting as well. Yeah. It, it's like, you know, patience you no know, it's such a key virtue especially if what's that i don't really know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's like you know it's if it's like brown it's down nate if it's brown it's down bro welcome yeah, to michigan no patrol all day yeah I get all nate, we did tags. this we did this podcast uh, last year with jeff janice and he yeah. lives up in uh um Tawas area he was obviously a yep. nice football player all that well jeff he's like he had all these deer behind him we're like hey are you those from michigan he's like knows he goes no he goes this is a michigan box he turns and it's all these little spikes and stuff it was seriously it. the best highlight of the podcast the whole year i love it i was it like was oh awesome. my god I yeah like, yep, that's michigan yeah, it's one of those things i too. it's like okay you know if you have if you're fortunate enough to have like a sweet property we're gonna do deer management well yeah, you get so you can go do for it, it. You, yeah, there's some crazy monsters in Michigan. Like you see it quite yeah. a bit and drives you True. crazy. Cause like, well, how come I'm not seeing that on my trail camera? Right. <laughs> no, we'll get them. We'll get time. them coming in and we'll get them coming in. And then somehow, you know, they, they're not there anymore. Come opening day or they come out and they come out in this, these little shrubs where there's no tree sand possibilities. And they sniff out the ground blind instantly. We've had Jamie's, done times where he just like goes total prone laying in a bush trying to get a shot at these things and still can't you know it's just like it's just <laughs> it's like it's never like a simple now 
maybe the solution is finding a way to go upstream of where that buck comes in, right? But the problem is we never figure out where he exactly walked through, right? But if you can get upstream, then maybe, yeah, you could do a tree stand somewhere else, right? But then you get off your property and whatever, yeah. you know. That well, that's yeah. a great, I mean, that's a great thing is like the app will show you wind direction, right? So you yeah, can kind of see helps. where to walk in at those moments and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, that's that's a tool in and of itself is just the wind direction for the day yeah. and where it's going. Yeah. And it's even too, like, you know, the one thing too that we, the whole landowner thing too, is just like, hey, if you do shoot something, it does cross the property line, doing all the due diligence, uh, no, notify, get in contact with the landowner to get permissions to cross the property. And That's a great I've heard point. stories where people get that and then they unlock a whole new property because they went that proper direction of asking, being respectful, and they unlocked a whole new property to their neighbor. So it's like, crazy. That's pretty sweet if you can like look up a landowner, know their name, and then contact them saying, Hey, no, I shot a deer, cross your property. I just need to retrieve and come back. Like, oh no, cool, man. We have lots of deer out here. It's like, all right, can I go hunt? It's like, sure, man. Yeah, we don't hunt. Yeah. Kids don't hunt anymore. So it's like, oh, sweet. Nice. <laughs> Another great use case for sure. That makes a yeah. whole heck of a lot of sense. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, awesome, Nate. I, I appreciate you joining us tonight. I mean, we like I said, we've heard about Huntwise for a very long time. I've 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 had it downloaded on my phone for a very long time as well. <laughs> and it's nice to nice to finally catch up with you and, and yeah, kind of hear about likewise. the insides of what's going on. And uh you guys are doing everything right, man. So that that's pretty cool. Well, that's high praise come from you guys because you guys have seen a lot in space and you know that's high praise come from y'all so definitely appreciate that no worries man well thanks for joining us we'll have to thanks, get you man. on again soon um yeah but yeah especially being michigan people we got to keep in touch and uh you know share some love around love around for those michigan folks for 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 hunt wise um for those that are watching from michigan but this isn't just a michigan app this is a nationwide app so don't you know, don't think that, that because we're talking Michigan here, this isn't for you. This is nationwide in regards to everything that they support. So it's probably global. Your, your is it in Canada? And, what's that? It's probably global. We've looked at Canada. Like, there's functions you can use. We just don't have the land on their boundary lines, like, you know, crown okay. land and all that. But yeah, 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 that's yeah, something yeah. we're diving into, though. This is something we're looking Very at north, cool. the northern neighbors. So, yeah, who knows? We'll be up there and saying Audi and A and <laughs> Uh, sorry it's about time yeah, it's about exactly. time to go hunting yeah exactly that'll be our all right thanks Nate. Too. <laughs> appreciate it thanks Take man care. appreciate it the bow hunter planet podcast would like to thank our outdoor partners for their support it's because of these companies we can keep this show educating entertaining and growing the archery heritage Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com.
That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.